0: So, welcome to I guess we're Grown ups now. Uh I'm your friend Carrie
1: and I'm Brooke. Yay, hi Brooke. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Are we on episode Is this episode 30? Episode 30. Episode Yay. 30.
0: It's a milestone episode. Yeah. And-
1: Now we're really getting somewhere. Good for us. Our Saturn returning. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should. Oh, we should do a um, an episode about uh, like, woo horoscopes and woo. Yeah,
1: (laughs) we could do like five episodes of woo. That'd be fun. We could do horoscopes and astrology and tarot.
0: And
1: do you say tarot? Yeah. This is a whole new world. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, I'm excited that we're still doing this and uh, I'm excited to um, ring in 2017 with you.:
0: Yes. Um, I would like to thank our sponsor. I guess we're grown-ups now is brought to you by Feedpress. Feedpress is made for bloggers and podcasters. If you're a podcaster and blogger, you need an analytics and hosting platform that provides you with the right tools to make your job easier so you can get back to doing what you do best, creating stuff. Feedpress is a delightfully intuitive RSS analytics and podcast hosting platform with accurate analytics for RSS feeds and email newsletters. Tap into RSS subscriber, geolocation, podcast download, and link tracking metrics, which come standard on all plans. In a matter of minutes, you can create a feed and publish to iTunes. Add your show notes, artwork, and drag and drop an MP3 into the editor to go live. Sign up today at feed.press slash and try Feed feed press on a 14 day commitment free trial use promo code grownups during checkout to get 10% off your first year thank you to FeedPress.
1: it's also a great time to start a podcast because it's a new year and maybe you're like a weird ah. person and your resolution was to start a podcast
0: <laughs> i bet lots of people that
1: resolution. Did you did you make a resolution? Do you do, do resolutions? It.
0: I don't often do resolutions. In fact, I think we talked about this a year ago on our podcast. If yeah. people want to check out uh, the episode called uh, "We Burn Something and Drink." Yeah. Um, okay. But I but this year I actually do have a resolution or two. Okay. And this is the first time I've had this resolution. Um, so it's a very common resolution, but it's the first time I myself have done it. So I feel kind of like, Oh, maybe this is a thing, but, um, I've resolved to drink less. Okay. I'm not quitting, but I've sort of gotten into this, like a glass of wine or maybe a glass and a half every evening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I need to, I need to stop doing that. Yeah. Or at least give it a break. Gotcha. Yeah. I think because for me, what it turns into then, and when I have a special occasion, then I have three or four drinks, which uh, I'm middle aged. I can't be doing that anymore. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, metabolism changes and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The I don't, hangovers are so bad. I don't drink as much as I used to. I think I just like, I built out a bar in my house, and so I can make nice cocktails when I want to. And yeah. somehow that's kept me from going out to get drinks very often. And, oh. Uh. And then I'm always like, oh, I don't know if I actually want to have a drink. So I, I like don't even have beer or wine in the house anymore most of the time. Um, yeah. So nice. I, I don't really anyway. do resolutions either. Oh yeah. What's your resolution? About. Um, yeah, I don't really do them, but, um, my theme this year or my intent this year, I guess is like 2017 best year of my life. Whoa. So, yeah. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I've got some pretty exciting things coming up this year and, um, and a lot of them have to do with today's topic, which is travel.
0: How exciting! Yeah, let's talk about travel.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm personally planning to go to um, I'll probably go to Canada at least once, uh, Japan maybe twice, but definitely once, and I'll be in Iceland as well. And then I'll continue Iceland. to go to Oakland and San Francisco probably once a month. So, that's a lot of traveling. That's a lot of traveling. <laughs>
0: It should be a great year. Like even if you have a crappy trip in there somewhere, like you have lots of opportunity for amazing trips,
1: too. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's a I think a lot of it which we should get into is about prepping yeah, and and about like how you sort of mentally stay sane while you're um, depending on how you're set up, like while you're out of your house and and like not around what you're used to so what about you are you traveling any this year
0: um i will have probably at least two trips to portland yay. uh for work yay one of which is in six weeks yay. yay and um other than that i don't have any planned but i think i would like to oh a driving trip i think with my family we have planned for the summer um through the rocky mountains okay which is exciting
1: what's the um, what's the driving oh, through the rocky mountains but like so i'm going to betray my lack of geography knowledge do you have rocky mountains there too is it the same ones that go up into canada or are you coming down to the states and going across them
0: no it's the same uh, mountain range i'll be traveling through the canadian portion of it so you've probably heard of banff
1: yeah yeah and is that near vancouver
0: uh no it's about halfway between where i live and vancouver okay so um but there's two major national parks um Sort of on the eastern side of the Canadian Rockies. Okay. Um, so after the right when the prairies end, you get into the mountains, and there's Jasper and Banff. And uh, so we're gonna hit those two spots and a couple others, um, and just turn it into a week of travel for the family. So
1: cool. Yeah. That sounds pretty fun.
0: My rule for traveling with the family is have stopping places planned and hotels booked there. Like I try to leave as little up to you guessing as far as where we're going to be sleeping each night. I just like to have that nailed down. I don't care where we eat or, you know, stop for gas or whatever, but just having a place to sleep at night is something I make sure is planned ahead of time.
1: I gotcha. Yeah. And that's something that I differ on because I travel usually alone or with like one friend. Um, but, like, when I so moved here from Austin, I drove 14 hours a day. We never stopped for food. Um, we only stopped to get gas. And when we got gas, we also peed. So it was like, we right. get gas. We had um, dry food stuff from, like, a Whole Foods or something like that. And then we had a little cooler with enough, like, ingredients to cook something warm at night. Yeah. So when we would like stop at a campsite, I would set up a tent, I'd cook us like breakfast tacos or quesadillas or something. And then we'd eat that and then we'd like go to bed. So nice. my, my partner at the time was working on um her thesis, her master's thesis. So I was like, well, I guess you can't um do any driving. So I'm just gonna do all of it. And, <laughs> and so, yeah. She got her master's degree, so it worked out.
0: Nice. So, there you go.
1: Yeah. It was also yeah. fun we get a cat with us. So I think Snorri did not enjoy anything about the travel, oh, but that was also right. what motivated the continual driving. It was just yeah, like, well, that... we can't stop too much because Snorri is going to hate it still. So, Right.
0: Yeah. When we go on driving trips, my husband does most of the driving usually, mm-hmm. but if it's a really long day, I'll drive for an hour or two in the middle of it, but We've driven to Ontario before, which is a 30-hour drive from here. And uh, we usually stop for three nights. So it's usually like eight-hour days, which is not too bad with kids. They have iPads. and
1: Yeah, I was going to ask. Because when I was a kid, when my dad would take us traveling very occasionally, um, we always had uh, a little TV in the car. Yes. Like one of those just sort of cheap TVs. And then I always like, would say about my like chore money slash my babysitting money to buy like a, a PlayStation or something. And so I always brought that with us and I would connect it to this tiny TV and then we would play like GoldenEye or, or Tony Hawk Pro Skater or something for hours. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. So, but your kids When now have I was iPads, a kid, so.
0: we couldn't have any of that. We would like listen to the cassette deck and read books.
1: Yeah, reading uh, with... books is a good thing. That's still yeah. the gift that gifts I'm giving.
0: <laughs> if you can read in a car, which not all people can. That's a
1: shame. Yeah, I, I forget that's a thing. Well, I'm often yeah. driving someone who can't read in the car, and then they're like, I'm like, well, you can read. And they're like, no, I can't. I'm like, well, I don't to tell you. <laughs> yeah,
0: you couldn't fall asleep.
1: Did you, were you allowed <laughs> to use headphones in the car when you would travel? Like, or, or oh, you, yeah. Were your parents kind of like, no, you need to keep the headphones off and listen to what we listen to?
0: Um, I don't remember listening to my Walkman uh very much, but we usually listen to something as a family. Like we listen to a lot of Elvis and a lot of um Gordon Lightfoot. Okay. And uh, a lot of like Christian music too. Oh yeah. yeah. Um but but you know, some goodies too, so the sound of music soundtrack.
1: Nice. I always had my C D Walkman with me. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Generational. Actually I had a, I had a mini disc player for a while too. So, but I always had one of those with me and I would always listen to like Tori Amos or electronic music or, you know, a bunch of punk stuff from when I was like, I was really a pop punk. Uh, this was like the, the time where like green day was a band to listen to. And then there was some like, um, bikini kill and stuff like that in there too. It was, I was, not as discerning, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was such a nice joy because, like, my parents would listen. My dad listened to a lot of, like, Sarah McLaughlin, which was fine, um, but then he would also listen to, like, King Crimson or whatever or, or just conservative talk radio, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember just being like, well, I need to listen to something else. Um, do you You listen to, with the family, do you listen to podcasts now when you drive?
0: No, no, I don't listen to podcasts at all, actually, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, awkward confession I make them I don't listen to them really never <laughs> yeah really but you, uh you I don't drive anywhere Sometimes work though either I don't exactly. drive anywhere exactly and yeah. so and I can't seem to work while I'm listening to them either like mm-hmm. I don't know I could never do English homework while I was listening to music either so I think it's a left brain right brain type of thing um, I could do math homework while listening to music. We're getting way off topic. It doesn't matter. This is good. Um, I could always do math homework while listening to music, but never English homework while listening to music. And I feel like it's sort of the same way. Like I can, my work is mostly writing and reading and I can't really listen to music or people talking, especially while I'm doing that. So
1: it makes sense. Yeah. I think when I'm listening, it's usually on travel, like trips, like when I'm going to, right. up to Canada or when I'm like driving, I don't know to Olympia or wherever. Right. It's usually on the I five. Cause I'm in Oregon now and there's not much else to do besides go up and down the I five um, or on planes. Yeah. Like I fly with a lot of podcasts. Um, I especially like stuff like adventure, the adventure zone or things where they're kind of funny. Um, the story ones are good if I'm going to be awake, but some of the other yeah. ones where they're just kind of like generally humorous. Like if I fall asleep in the middle of them, I can always go back and like listen some more, but I feel like in a story, it's harder to know where I left off. Um, yeah. I've like always thought about doing audio books for the same reason.
0: I did one on my last trip. Yeah. I listened to a book on, on like an audio book uh, on the airplane and that was good. That was, that was worthwhile. I would do that again. I
1: feel like the only downside, and this is, you know, maybe just speaks to my own like anxieties, but uh, I've listened to a podcast or an audiobook when you're by yourself on a plane or not by yourself in public on a plane is that when you laugh you just look like there's something not okay with you. Like you're just like, well, that person's a a little bit, um, a little bit like, yeah, strange. (laughs) Like why are they laughing so hard? See, but but, uh, you're talking to
0: the girl who like, I sing while I'm on the treadmill at the gym. No, no, you don't. (laughs) I do. Well, not out loud, but I like, I mouth the words and probably some of it's audible. Like I'm clearly singing to myself at the gym. It's, it's probably very embarrassing for other people. I give no shits whatsoever. (laughs) I have a good time. I'm not going to (laughs) stop.
1: That makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Please
0: people out there. Let me know if I become like viral on the internet because somebody has recorded me because yeah, it'll be funny.
1: Somebody's just like this, this really strange woman has like been singing in my gym for a long time.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Listen to her. Look at what terrible music she's listening to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that's a key thing for me is like, I can read a book on a plane. I can't read a book when I'm driving, but I can listen to podcasts when I'm driving. It's like books and podcasts are helpful. I always have a Kindle with me, like for trips because like I read pretty quickly. And so anytime I have to carry, um, Yeah, anytime I'm going anywhere, I would have to carry, like, between three and six books. And uh, what really was horrible is, like, when I used to come to Portland on trips or go to New York on trips, I would show up, I would go to, like, Powell's or something, and then I would buy immediately, like, eight or ten books. And then I'd have to bring, like, a separate bag with me home or mail them. them And so now I'm like, all right, I can buy one book if I really want to, but mostly I have things on my Kindle... It doesn't take up much space. Um, and that helps a lot, which, yeah. with Yeah. I imagine we probably are, like, differing in this, too. But when you're packing, like, you have to care about your kids, probably your husband. So you can't, like, how much do you pack for yourself? Like, are you, like, a I need four pairs of shoes person or?
0: Uh, I try not to, like, I've really started digging the, like, do not check any luggage, yeah, um, that's a good thing. Um, so I do that if I can. Um, it's been a while since I flew with kids. Um, so I feel like back then I definitely flying with kids is sort of different. You end up definitely checking luggage cause you can't carry all those things around. Um, get I try
1: snacks like by itself, right? You yeah, know, like exactly. Of, like, Snacks and activities, and like wadded up Kleenex. If I know moms, I know the like, <laughs> goldfish, wadded up Kleenex, and maybe some like gummy vitamins. Totally,
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, I traveled with uh, formula and bottles once. That was not fun. I would oh, not God. do that again. That was ugh, breastfeeding so much easier. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Oh. I I don't overpack. I don't like um running out of underwear though. So I'll pack enough pairs of underwear for the whole trip usually. Interesting. Um but I I will never pack like jeans. I'll pack so that I have to wear them twice. Like that would be my preferred I'll underpack on jeans and overpack on like tops and underwear.
1: Yeah. See for me I'm I'm a uh... So I'm childless, which we discussed in last episode. Um, and I, I pack incredibly minimally. Mm-hmm. Like it, I would say during the summer I usually bring like one pair of pants or like shorts more typically. Yeah. Um, uh, I have started to feel like I'm being luxurious, so I'll bring like a pair of leggings or like joggers to wear on the plane, and then a pair of jeans or something to wear when I'm like wandering a city. Um, yeah. so usually my bag, and I wrote a post about this cause I'm a boring person <laughs>
0: who likes nice. to Nice. We'll traveling. put a link to it.
1: Yeah. So I did the, um, I three pairs of underwear, which is like one to wear that's on me. Um, one that is going to be wet because it's just been washed by hand in a sink or in like a little dry bag. Yeah. And then one that's clean. So there's always something in that cycle. Um, yeah. and I buy underwear that's like usually like a modal fabric or like wool or something that, um, I can like pretty easily hand wash and like expect it to be dry, pretty dry by the morning, if not completely dry. Right. Um, and then like occasionally I'll stay with somebody who has like a washer and dryer and then I'm like, Oh, now I can just like run my whole load through and that'll be fine. My whole load ends up being, yeah, three pairs of underwear, like two pairs of wool socks, one that's on and one that's in my bag. Um, I wear these like yoga tank tops, that are just, like, black racerback tank tops, but they're made of, a like kind of a wicking fabric. Like, they're cotton, but they're, like, yeah. pretty, I don't know. They're made in such a way that they also, like, wash and dry really easily. Um, and then, like, the bras I have are, like, thin bralettes typically. Same deal. Wash and dry them easy. And then, like, that's it for clothes. So I'll have, like, nice. one sort of, like, tightly rolled up pair of jeans, three pairs of underwear, a shirt on me, maybe a shirt in the bag. And then a bra on and maybe an extra bra if I'm going to be there for a while. Um, and then the rest of my bag is filled with, like, my iPad and a Kindle. <laughs> so yeah. I think my whole, like, loadout is um, pretty light. Like, I don't bring extra- Yeah, that's shoes. pretty light. I just have the shoes that I'm wearing. Oh, I bring... Shoes you're wearing. Here's another luxury thing, and I recommend this highly if you're traveling a lot. Um, bring a pair of, like, fold-up slippers... Um, so if you stay at lots of hotels hotels usually have slippers and you can steal them but you probably should buy them um but if you like me stay at people's houses a lot or stay at like airbnbs or stuff like that um i find it just really nice depending on like regardless of what floor surface they have just to have a little pair of like slip-on slippers and it helps me feel like i've created a home whenever i go somewhere nice Um, i also have like a travel like a fold-up travel towel um and those sort of things when i take those out and kind of have them, like, ready, I'm like, oh, now I feel like I'm comfy and at home, and sometimes I'll also bring, like, I have this, um, like, waffle knit kind of cardigan sweater thing that I use as, like, a house robe, and uh, I'll bring that too, And, and especially when I'm going, like, to Japan, for instance, like, it can feel really, even for me who loves to travel, it can feel really, like, disconcerting or make me feel kind of out of sorts to be away from my cat and my couch and, like, my like wool blanket that I always have like in the mornings and like my coffee setup, and all that kind of stuff, my desk, um, the sort of creature comforts. And so the little tiny things I can bring that are lightweight. Um, I have friends that'll bring a little, like, like a little, like an icon or like a little doll or, or some Mm. kind of like, um, statue or something small that they can also kind of put out that's sort of like their sort of grounding thing for like home. Um,
0: I bring art by my kids. There you go. I'll, I'll get them to draw a picture or something for me or bring just a note they wrote for me. And yeah.
1: And do you hang it up when you, when you get to the place or
0: I usually put it out like on the bedside table or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That rules. I think that's the kind of stuff, right? Like you can have a lot of, of kind of home with you, even if you're not bringing a ton of stuff. Like I bring tarot cards sometimes and I always wear a bandana. So I'll like use that as a little altar for the tarot cards. Um, but it also gives you, it gives me room. Part of the reason I do this is like, if I find something really cool while I'm in a different city, I can always bring it home. Like, it's never going to be, I never have so much stuff that I can't carry things with me.
0: Yeah, um, I'm trying to learn to, like, leave space in my suitcase for buying things. Yeah. You know, because cause you do, like, buying a t-shirt from the city you're in or Or you see something that you just can't get where you live and, and making sure you can bring that home is
1: more important than having enough shirts. This is for like, Oh, my friend would love this. Like she would just freak out if she saw this thing. I also try to leave enough room in my bag and I carry a pretty small Mm -hmm. bag. Like it's, I usually have like a 17 liter, a 20 liter, 21 liter. Um, I leave enough room so I can roll up my jacket and put it in there too. in case it's too warm, which I get warm really easily. um, The other thing that I often bring with me is, like, I have a bag. So I'm also not married, and I'm single. So I often will hang out with girls when I'm in other cities. And, like, I have a little go bag full of, like, lube and condoms and gloves and those sorts of things. Um, Which doesn't take up too much space. Like, and it's nice just to make sure that you're always prepared. Like, I think if you're going to travel a lot and you're going to be a little bit um, slutty, which I think is a cool and good thing, then, then you should, like... Yeah. Have a little Cute. bag for you.
0: So yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what I don't miss is carrying tampons and pads. The worst, the worst oh, yeah. is getting your period when you're traveling. Oh my <laughs> God. I hate it so much. There's nothing like having your period and be like on a heavy day on a day when you're going to be like trapped in a window seat on a on a like four or five hour flight.
1: Oh, oh that sucks. It's Do you terrible. usually try to schedule and your having trips?
0: to pack all the stuff like those things? Are-
1: did you ever try to schedule your trips around your Sorry? cycle, or did you try to schedule your trips around your cycle?
0: I don't think I ever had any control like that. Okay, gotcha. There was once when I um, kept taking my pill through my period week so that it, yeah. my period wouldn't happen. That right. I did one time. Um, that's a pretty good workaround if, you, if you're on daily birth control. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't miss
1: that. That's one thing I benefit from uh, by being a trans lady. I don't have to worry about that part. But Yeah, <laughs>
0: and I had an ablation. Did I ever talk about my ablation on the show? I don't I think no I ever idea. did.
1: I think it's cool, though. So
0: we should, I know. We, we should, should do, do like an episode. Like on.
1: episode. <laughs> we can do an episode about our strange bodies. Totally. Um. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, I think that, that like, making a home for yourself when you go somewhere Like packing light, never checking a bag because it sucks to have somebody lose stuff. This is a strategy I actually am really curious about, and I've seen people do it, but I haven't had the, I haven't decided to do it myself yet, is bring nothing. (laughs) Like have maybe like a small purse, have your like laptop or a book, and then whenever you get somewhere, you can buy Buy underwear or you can buy clothes or whatever. And then when you're ready to leave, you give them away to like, um, oh. like a Salvation Army or something of the sort. So That's a great idea. So usually these people would, like, say, like, buy, buy used clothes from, like, a, a Goodwill or Buffalo Exchange or whatever so that, you know, you're not, like, spending too much money. And often those people would also bring, like, you know, three pairs of underwear themselves. So they have their own underwear. Right. They don't have to buy that every time. But the dresses or the pants or the shirts are, like, fresh. And that way you get the excitement of, like, newness, but um, also you don't need to carry Bunch of shit with you, yeah.
0: That's a great idea. I, um, because I travel to Portland, that's my most frequent stop. I actually keep a couple couple bulkier things in Portland. There's a locker in the office, I just leave my running shoes in there because
1: uh,
0: I don't that way I don't have to carry my running shoes back and forth. And
1: that was gonna be another question I had actually is like, how do you like? So, you, you were talking about singing at the gym, now you're talking about running shoes, so obviously, like. (laughs) <laughs> working out is important. Like I do a lot of yoga. Like, do you try to keep, um, like a workout regimen when you're traveling?
0: I do now, um, until about a year ago, probably running wasn't so important to me, but now, yeah, I, I just feel happier generally if every other day I'm running. So I do do that while I'm traveling. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I don't have the same kind of discipline. It's, with yeah. Yoga, it's fun. Cause I like, I really enjoy going to a class, And, like, I've tried before to go to classes outside of my city, but, like, it's just such a crapshoot to, like, find a good teacher and, like, find somebody who you want to, like, yeah, go to class with. So, I will sometimes, like, work out in my room a little bit. Like, I'll just do, like, Mm -hmm. some simple things, like planks and stuff like that. But um, I have never tried to bring a mat with me. And the one time I tried to, like, cash, like, a yoga mat in a city, like, in New York, it ended up getting stolen. (laughs) So. I like hit it in this one place where, um, in this place I stayed usually that like was owned by a friend, but like other people stayed at. And then it just, the next time I visited, it was gone. And I was like, God damn it. So bummer. Yeah. But, but I think it's like, that can be helpful too to like establish your routine or not to disrupt your routine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally.
1: Do you ever I like running
0: in a new city? It's fun.
1: I'm really a little bit concerned about this, but I think that, um, our, a mutual friend of ours, Nick has like some good tips on this. But like, mm. um, how to avoid jet lag? Because I'm about to be 17 hours away from from now, right? Like, yes,
0: we will get Nick. We will put in the show notes a link to. I assume it's online somewhere. Nick's um anti jet right. lag diet. Yeah, because yeah, it's
1: food based, right?
0: It's food based. It's about changing when you eat, um, so that you have breakfast on the new time zone as soon as possible. And, and you have a fast day and stuff like that. And he swears by it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to try to, I might try to test it out when I go to Japan. So I can report back on how it goes. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a wild thing to me. Um, I think the other thing too is like, and I'm just kind of a planner. I highly recommend like make a list of everything you want to bring with you, make a list of like, um, everything you might need. And then like sleep on it the next day, go through the list and edit it, remove any things that you think might be superfluous, like try to pare it down to where it's easy to remember. And any like pre-flight or pre-trip errands you need to take care of, like for instance, for Japan, I knew I was going to need a rail pass and I was going to need a, um, a SIM card. So in order to do that, I had to like buy those things. I also had to unlock my phone. And, and those are all like tasks that I can take care of between like a month to two months in advance. Um, with the rare, with the exception of like the SIM card, you can only buy that like up to 10 days in advance, which is kind of weird. But, um, so I had those things all like prepared and then like housing, obviously like important to take care of before you go somewhere. Um, and then even food, all I really do is like, I use an app called Foursquare that lets me like search for meals in places and it works kind of around the world. And so I know what I like. I might like save a couple places that I would like to try but part of the fun for traveling and traveling for me, is like literally walking around and finding new things. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, the other thing that I, I like to do if possible is like bring an AeroPress press. So I can make my own coffee. If I'm in mm. a place like when I'm camping where I won't have, um, a good coffee supply and I like pre grind things or bring, if I, if I need to, I bring beans. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Also like grocery stores, if you can, like if you can stay in a place with a kitchen, being able to shop for groceries. Yes. I found that makes breakfast so much easier because like just so like at home, much. the last thing I want to do is get up, leave the house and go find breakfast every day. Um, yes. So I'll just like buy eggs or sausages or something that I can like easily cook in one pan. Yeah. And like a lot of places at this point like have a small stove top or something. Um, I've never tried to travel with one, but there's always camp stoves too, I guess, if you really... Yeah. If you really decide that that's an important part of your life
0: or get like, um, you know, bagels and and apples and bananas, like stuff that doesn't need to be cooked, but just stuff that you don't have to leave your house for.
1: Totally. And it's because it's expensive, too. Right. Like if you're if you have a family like you guys have to like, like going out to eat is probably horrible.
0: Yeah. We, um, make sure that we stay in chain hotels that have, um, continental breakfast included. So usually like you go down in the morning and there's cereal and toast and a waffle maker and fresh fruit. And it's actually really good. It's totally worth, it's probably 40 to 50 bucks worth of what you paid for the hotel overnight. you, spend on breakfast the next morning except you don't have to pay for it because it's included yeah it's definitely worth it so
1: yeah i I personally hate continental breakfast and like that's one of many reasons why i don't really stay in a hotel um i find a lot of those things that are values for other people to be like things that i don't use that are kind of annoyed because i like eating protein in the morning and continental breakfasts are always like full of sugar and bread yeah and if i eat that i'll just feel like i want to die or collapse like almost immediately so
0: see, but for kids, yeah. that's what they want. But they when, want when I was a loops, kid all I want... wanted
1: was bacon. So I've been, consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a consistent weirdo, but yeah, totally. I think a lot of kids do. And that works. You're like, okay, frosted flakes, you're set. Not a problem. Um, yeah,
0: we're just done. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it can also be nice to like treat yourself. I think like the other part of travel that I really enjoy is like, um, recognizing that like, not every day needs to be like a magical adventure. If you're going to be somewhere for like a couple weeks, um, unless you are incredibly wealthy, like you're going to run out of money sooner than later. And saying like, okay, I'm going to have these two or three meals that I'm going to spend a good amount of money on, like fifty to a yeah. hundred bucks. But every other meal, I'm either going to like cook at home, or like buy at a convenience store, or just like go to some small cafe or diner. Um, unless the whole point of the trip, which it often is for me, is food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, it can be a little bit hard on your body to eat like heavy duty restaurant meals twice a day for five to seven days. Like that's not necessarily good for your body either. So yeah. yeah. Mixing it up is throw in a vegetarian meal or a seafood meal or yeah. Yeah, yeah like a chopped sal- salad from a good you know, grocery store or whatever, and when well, it's good to yeah.
1: have the fiber and stuff like that, I think that's another yes. thing that like people don't always talk about with travel, but like constipation, crap. yeah, constipation like that yeah. happens, and i don't I don't always know what the cause of it is, maybe altitude or whatever else. I'm sure that someone out there has a better idea of what causes it, but but it's we always
0: annoying. call it just home pooping, like you just. <laughs> You have a routine at home and when it's disrupted your body just goes, Okay, closed. Home We're just men. not going to worry about that today. <laughs> I think that's so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the title.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think if you could like drink a lot of water Oh, that's the other thing I was gonna say about like plane travel is is like um there's great little like fold up water bottles now. Yeah. So like plastic or, or whatever, they're like BPA free. I bring Burnham. one of those in my bag. I unfold it, I fill it up with water before I get on the plane, and I just drink that on the plane. I might get, like, if I'm feeling risky, like, I'll have some alcohol on a plane just because, like, it dehydrates you. But generally, like, I drink a lot of water. I've heard really good things about, like, nasal spray, like, saline Mm. spray to help keep your nose, like, working. But um, I found that those things help quite a bit, too. I have friends who swear by, like, especially for distance travel, like, bring a toothbrush and, like... Um, like a face yeah. wash or something so that you can like freshen up on the plane before yeah. you get off. But I'm usually just like barely awake. <laughs> <laughs> so like I try to sleep as much on a plane as I can. So when I get up, I'm just like, I want to get off this plane and go find my hotel or go find my yeah. place to stay. So totally. Oh man. Um, well, I, hope I know that we... there's
0: so much to talk about on this one.
1: Yeah, it totally is true. And I hope that people, if they have like travel tips or things that they like really love about travel or something or something that we like, you feel like we missed and you're like, how dare you not give this travel tip um, or not talk about this aspect of travel. Um, please let us know. Cause we'd love to hear from you. Um, Definitely. You, you can you... get at us on Twitter at uh, grownups underscore FM. And I'm at Brooke Shelley.
0: And I'm at K A R I. Yep. K A Y A Y A R A I. <laughs> yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, um, yeah, we should wrap it up, but, uh, we'll talk about some more things next week and, or not next yeah. week, two weeks from now, Two um, weeks. I think we'll get to record either while I'm in Japan <sighs> or, yeah. uh, something like that. So
0: yeah, we'll see if the Japan episode doesn't happen. It's because either calendar or Skype didn't agree with us and, right. uh, yeah.
1: Or because Brooke has like decided to just never talk to anyone again and now lives in Japan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to learn Japanese so that we can have our Japanese podcast. Yeah,
1: it'll be important. (laughs) Awesome. Well, happy new year again. And I hope everyone has a great time traveling and enjoys a lot of uh, travels this year.